Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to another driving more special um, for you. Looking back at 2020 and having a chat with um, one of the Mitre 10 Cup province um, general managers. And it's my great pleasure to uh, have a chat yet again um, with uh, Karen Bell from Northland. How are you doing, sir? Good, Paul. Kia ora. And uh, thanks for having us on again. Lots changed since we last spoke. Yes, it has. That's <laughs> very true. Um, it's been a, a lot. Yeah, we've been through lockdown and uh, come out uh, the other side, had all sorts of games and, um, and uh, discussions. Now, uh, you're, you're the first year um, in as a general manager of Northland, um, just how much has the I guess trying to sort of take COVID out of it? How much has the job actually been similar to what you interviewed for? Was it is did you walk in and was it what it was it what you expected or have has it been a few surprises along the way? Look, a, a lot of the core elements were as um, as advertised. You know, the the community element was there. Uh, but I think there was just a there was an added level of complexity um, first first through optimization, which was the New Zealand uh, rugby's uh, almost like a financial review of the the whole structure. But then COVID just came out and uh, tipped everything upside down, which which I think gave a you know as much as as much as COVID has been a real challenge for us all. Um, sitting in amongst it have been some real opportunities. So. You know, a chance for us to look at ourselves, um, connect with the community, and uh, Poe Island's a major development for us uh, here in terms of a new home for Northern Rugby from 2021 and beyond. And we were able to secure a significant amount of funding, which may not have been available had COVID not been here. So, look, never, never let a good crisis go to waste. Uh, we really took advantage of it from a Northern perspective. Yep, and you've I say not only do you have the sort of all the normal things, or not normal things, but um, as in running your community game, running the Farrah Palmer Cup, running the Minor Ten Cup, but you're also having to prepare for a Women's Rugby World Cup next year in uh, in your in your province, as you say, a, a new home as well. So there's been a lot of a lot of moving parts um, and an exciting time in Northern Rugby, despite the as you say the negatives um, going on yeah. at the same time. Um, 
so uh, so I guess has, has that been sort of the biggest uh, sort of COVID change that you're going forward is just that that it's made, allowed you to accelerate some of your some of your plans. Oh, some of the plans have been accelerated, yeah. But look, it gave us um, when you come new into an organisation, you always want to look at uh, how things are currently operating and where we can deliver efficiencies. Um, one of the challenges that the board gave us when we first came in here was connection with community. Uh, and the advent of Zoom and people's acceptance of Zoom as a, a way of communicating allowed us to connect with our clubs. And we've got 52, I think, currently clubs at the moment. And during the peak of COVID, while we were locked down, we had a regular fortnightly uh, catch up with our clubs which allowed us to give them an update as to where we were at. Um, you know, the the landscape was changing at such a rapid pace that, that we we need to keep them informed, and Zoom was a great way of doing it. And I don't think we'd ever communicated with our um, constituents as well as we had, uh, you know, in such a turbulent time. And they turned out in their droves. You know, we've got some really challenging places to get connectivity to. Um, but they turned up and they provided feedback. And when we went live with Club Rugby, uh, you know, there was a familiarity. They they were aware of who I was and connections happened quicker. So, yeah, it did fast track a lot of things. There are positives in there. Uh, I wouldn't want to revisit it again in 2021, um, which highlights the need for us to make sure that we just protect each other uh, in terms of the spread of this virus. But um yeah, there's been some real bonuses for us. Cool. Um, now, talking to Steve Mitchell yesterday from from Southland, he was saying that, that all of their clubs, I think 33 clubs, have uh, have managed have survived um, the, the the COVID. There was a there was a concern that we wouldn't be losing some of those grassroots clubs. How have the the sort of 50 odd um, clubs done up in Northland? Have they all survived? Are they all uh, still there? The, the general feedback is that they've all come through strong but you know we've got some really we've got some small clubs that are often uh hapu based uh and if you look at somewhere like ortidia uh they were flooded out just as we were opening up so you know some of them have been through some real hardships so it'd be irresponsible for me to say look they've all come through uh unscathed uh, but what has come through and i think steve touched on this yesterday was just the the heart of our community is strong. You know, the passion in our community for our game is just enormous. You know, that's that that's been really reassuring. You know, when we go back to the early days of COVID, um, you know, five or six months ago, you know, the, the the landscape looked so dire. And the fact that we were able to run uh club competitions to get all uh championship winners identified at all levels right across Northland was just was just a huge positive for our community the people the volunteers that made that happen in conjunction with my team so look if if we ever wanted to check the state of our game i think covid just reaffirmed how essential uh community rugby is to provinces like northland now one of the things you did do was um live stream um at least the the, the, the final we had to um steve from he's in sports radio doing some commentary for you uh, is is the plans to continue doing that again to keep to to take not just as you say some of your communication and meetings to Zoom, but also take some of your 
club rugby to uh, on, on online as well? Absolutely. And look, some of the feedback, uh, I was just involved with the Mitre 10 uh, player feedback sessions and their challenge to me was just around that, is actually do more of those. Um, and, and as much as our social media, I think, has been a step up in what it has been in the past, there's an opportunity for us to bring the game even closer to our community by utilising that. So, yeah, technology technology is a solution and it's a it's a it's a it's a very effective way for us to share and spread messaging we actually ran our AGM over zoom um, so the interesting outcome of that was that we had a higher attendance than that when it was done the previous year in person the only issue we had was uh, Don Nicholson was recognized as a life member uh, and we had to make sure that we presented and acknowledged his life achievement in person, which Zoom doesn't allow you to do, which we did at one of our games. So, you know, there's a lot of wins out there, but uh, certainly getting our games out to the community, sharing, there's a lot of passion, you know, like with the women's final uh, between Kaiko and Terarua in Terarua, you know, getting that spread right down to Wellsford, there's probably about four and a half hours travel distance. So great way for us to share our game, um, big opportunities. Um, yeah, and also I, I saw that you streamed your awards night as well um, on your Facebook page. So yeah, no, it's good to to be uh, yeah, again. That uh, it, it adds transparency as well um, yeah. by by having it available for everyone to see, which, which is great to see. Um, so how do you rate your first year in office? Um, then, as you say, community, the community game was was your key focus. Uh, when you have your end of year review with the board, what's what kind of grade do you think you get, and how do you think you've done? Uh... <laughs> It's probably uh, probably look probably not fair for me to put a comment put a mark around that. Being new in here, I, you know, look, we achieved a lot. There's no there's no two way about that. But there's uh, I just see the opportunity uh, to do so much more and improve. I think the highlights uh, from my perspective, probably in order of priority, would be connection with community. Um, I truly believe that if we can get that connection and engagement with community authentic and genuine. The high performance end will look after itself. We've really got to get across there. Um, during the course of the season, certainly with uh, Farah Palmer Cup, and then when we moved into Mitre 10, one of the things I, I really appreciated was just how passionate and supportive our fan base are. You know, the numbers that we had traveling away to games, uh, whether it was the first FPC game down in Waikato, um, to the very last game against Hawks Bay in the Mitre 10, we had fans that are just passionate um i also reinforce that like the northern rugby union team is just fantastic they're all passionate about our game they're all committed they burn the candle at both ends and uh and i think the results were coming through the growth of our women's game is enormous you know i think uh all of new zealand would probably agree that uh our cody were very unlucky not to be in the final you know they they they, they played with a passion and style it was uh it just took them to everyone's hearts um our tanifa best season in 23 years and i think george connier did an amazing job there it's not going to be 23 years before we wait for another final um and as i said before we look we've got poey island you know it's, a, it's going to be a six and a half million dollar development that will give northern rugby one of the best facilities in new zealand um seminoff stadium's got development work where new new lights are going in and a big screen in preparation for rugby world cup 
Um, obviously, Rugby World Cup 2021 is a big highlight for us. And 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 then, last but not least, is just just the being fiscally responsible, having to make some hard decisions around the shape of our organisation to ensure that we were um, viable. And and look, you would have you would have seen some of the irresponsible um, media reports that came out during the year that said Northland would not make it to the start line. You know that that sort of thing really undermined a lot of the good work that so many people in Northland put in and could not be further from the truth. So, you know, we've we've come through strong position um, and a lot of positives. I'll, I'll leave it to the board to um, give me an assessment, Mark, but, uh, you know, I, I had a smile on my face uh, a, a couple of weeks ago and, and in the knowledge that my team is already working towards making sure that 2021 and beyond is sustainable success for Northland Rugby. That's exciting, yeah. Good. Okay. So, so on the on the whole, yeah, uh, uh, um, better than expected or, or 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 positive compared to to, to your goals, which is, which is great to see. Um, the I deliberately hadn't touched on the uh, the high performance side because I know that uh, your your when our chat earlier in the year was that uh, your, your, the community was your focus. But looking at that whole high performance side, um, you uh, came from um, just uh, two wins in 2019 for the Farrah Palmer Cup team, and that was in the championship, to be up against mainly or um, premiership teams in the North Division, uh, and as you say, uh, come second equal um, and arguably deserving of, of of making that semi-finals. Some, some, yeah, uh, just wanting the, the, just one of the big, the big provinces in there. Um, the, um, but, um, so I mean, a massive turnaround there. Um, they also on the men's side, as you say, just two wins in 2019 to uh, um, to make the to, to get five wins to make it into semi-finals and then through to the final in the um, in the championship in 2020. So yeah, both high-performance teams um, doing extremely well um, compared to the previous season. Uh, what do you put that down to? What's 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 been the big change you think this year, or is it uh, or is it just the fruition of building blocks that have been been, been have been put in place previously? Yeah, look, look, a lot of it goes down to stuff that was already in play. Um, it would be egotistical of me to stick my hand out and say, look, look, it's all me. My, my role is about supporting uh, the activities of those two teams and taking away the noise and making sure that they have everything they need to succeed. So in, in terms of FPC, both teams, both FPC and MITRE 10, both teams are underpinned by coaching, management, and players that are high on integrity, uh, character, trust, um, which builds culture. So look, I'm passionate about culture. So my team is based around that. But both George and Cheryl had structures uh, that were very strong on culture. And I think that's what took a lot of our um, results through, as well as very good coaching, right? So we've got... Um, if you had seen any of our games, both Cody and, uh, well, you probably wouldn't have seen the Mitre 10 after match, but both delivered um, heartwarming waiata in respect of their hosts or whoever we were playing at home. Um, huckers were delivered at appropriate times that that really undermine uh, un, underline just the passion in both teams. So, look, you know, we're, we're blessed with... Uh, 
players who love playing for their province and fan acknowledgement. You might not have seen it. So after we uh, after we played Hawks Bay in the final, and I'd just like to acknowledge like Hawks Bay were a fantastic team and and good hosts. But our boys went over to the far side of the field and acknowledged the Northland fans that were there, and then they came over to the grandstand side. So both the Cody and the Tanifar really valued their fans. And one of the things that what look probably one of the, the best messages, Paul, if I was doing a plug for Northland, um, there's been several interviews of, on Portia Woodman, who is deservedly, you know, a rock star of the game. And and I've said this before and I'll say it again, you know, my my three favorite players of all time, ball in hand, would be Michael Jones when he was playing on the open side. Christian Cullen and Portia Woodman, hands down. So Portia's done some lovely interviews where she talks about coming home to play in front of her whanau and her community, giving back. And that's probably the biggest message, you know, the, this momentum, there is a change in Northern rugby that's coming through high performance, through community, through Poey Island, through Semroth Stadium. Our connection with Iwi, uh, we're building in that space. But our big, our biggest message would be to any Northland players, and when you look around the Farah Palmer Cup Championship, it's sprinkled with Northland players in other provinces. And likewise, um, we've got a lot of our uh, male talent that's being picked up when they go to school elsewhere and others. But the message is come home, play in front of your community, your iwi, your whanau, because there's something really positive stirring in Northland. And... Uh, the next three to five years ahead, we're, we're really focused on growing that story and building on what both George Connie and Cheryl Smith have have started with their, their two teams. So it's very exciting. And also, you know, we took um, one of the things I think we, we might have mentioned to you in that early interview was when the Heartland competition closed down, I got on the phone to uh, Nadi Perawi's coast CEO, Kushla, and we talked about getting far to go down to the Awa and it happened. So we had the Northland development team go down to play uh, Nadi Paro East Coast down at Rangatukia, which is George Nepia's home. And it was just such a fantastic rugby experience. So, you know, we're really focused on building the memories, um, building our community and paying back to the fans and community that are so supportive of us. So, come home and play for Northland would be the big message. Yeah, and you really do see that uh, the, the, the family sort of side of it with, with those with those teams. I mean, um, I'll, I'll put a couple of links in the comments below of, of things we've seen. So, for example, um, after the county's Manukau um, Northland Farrah Palmer Cup game, um, I've gone blank as to the player's name, but uh, that, that was given a, um, uh, a, a jersey because she reached the milestone of her... Um, of games um and uh, the just the the, the presentation um and the, the 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 whole team um gave and got around her for, for, for that was wonderful um we also have a couple of um uh players that have um i think was it 100 games it was for one of your yeah, we, yeah, uh, we've had uh, ross ross wright's 100th game um and you know the hucker that they delivered to him as a sign of respect and the 50 players it's you know it comes from the heart and it's uh and it's about acknowledging what players like uh camilla Weehongi um and ross wright 
have given to their province. Like it's a passion that uh, is very strong here. Uh, and it's one that, you know, it's, it's that element of tribalism that underpins um, our competitions at the provincial level. You know, as much as, you know, Steve Mitchell, I, I will say, look, he's a good guy. Uh, and I want, we want Southland to be as strong as they can. Um, and we'll do whatever we can to collaborate. There's some really good collaboration going on between provincial union CEOs. But at the end of the day, the strength in our competition lies in the fact that we will want to beat the living daylights out of each other on the field and, and secure wins. That's the success of our game. And we've just got to keep growing that. And we can. So, so links to all of those, because we were lucky, uh, myself obviously we were lucky to be there for, 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 quite, for quite a few of those things. So links to those um, hackers and celebrations in the uh, show notes below. Um, Looking forward then into uh, in 2021, we've already talked about a few of the things, but so New Zealand Rugby have came out yesterday and mentioned a few things. Um, one of them being that uh, funding is likely to be cut by around about 10% for each of the provinces. Um, what does that mean for you guys going forward uh, in 2021? Yeah, look, it's, a, it's, a, it's another level of complexity um, in terms of... Uh, it ensures that we remain fiscally responsible. Um, it's it's undesirable, you know. It uh, it means I still need to maintain a level of uh, cut and probably even going to another level to to look at operationals. You know, we might need to go and if it's ten percent cut in revenue, then maybe I need to go and apply that sort of principle to our expenditure. Um, I think from an operational perspective, we're operating at bare bones. Um, the, the key thing that will really impact on all provincial unions this year is the removal of the um, MSD COVID-19 wage subsidy. That was a lifesaver for us. Um, so the changes we made in 2020 will flow through into 2021. Some of the growth aspirations that we might have had, um, we've got to go and relook at some of our commercial models. So, um, you know, we've been blessed with uh, a great sponsorship team um you know in particular semco uh, so just really really proud supporters of us and we we're in a position where we can announce that semco group have recommitted to northern rugby they did it proactively for another two years with another right of two years thereafter so you know we've got to look at our commercial model all the elements um to see where we can improve we've got uh, some of our People, we've got a guy called Chris Fife, who's probably one of the most passionate sub-union people in the world, and he's re-instigating uh, our cattle scheme. So, you know, things that have worked in the past, sometimes sometimes the answers to the future lie in what we've done in the past, but doing it better. So that connection with community growing. Um, but, yeah, look, if, uh, you know, if, if New Zealand rugby didn't have to take that 10%, obviously it'd make life so much easier because we could grow our game at the community level. It's not like we would be tipping that money back into the high performance because we've already cut our cloth around that space. Um, and then uh, I guess the other announcement was that uh, the Farrell Palmer Cup will return to a championship premiership um, format. Now, with Northland being in the champ in the uh, championship last year, do you know whether you'll be premiership or championship next year after your good result this year? Uh, no, I don't. There was no promotion relegation in those elements. I think... Uh, We'll be in the same uh, in the championship uh, grade next year, but I think if you went and asked any of the um, any of the Cody, 
they'd be gutted that they don't get a crack at the big guns because you know they really fired some big shots this year yep. uh, and they'll and they'll be looking for them next year you know all the talk is um just how much the game the quality of the game the passion of the game uh lifted in northland obviously having uh tyler and uh porsche come home added to it but what that would have done is inspire the next generation of the Tylers and Porsches and the TKs and the Crystals and Araha Savage, who had just had an amazing season. So, yeah, look, it um, does, doesn't matter who you put in front of the Cody, they're going to go full noise. So, uh, yeah, bring it. The sooner it ha- I, look, I can't, I can't wait for the FPC to start again. It's just such an exciting competition. It is, and I do feel sorry for the teams that are. In the championship with them because i think it's um yeah you say they have they prove themselves to be um a, a premiership level so it's going to be tough for some of those teams down there so um and then i guess in the my cup also we've not had an announce they, they've said that they uh don't know what format it's going to be and they'd have to get some yeah. uh uh to the, there are different opinions and have to get all the stakeholders on board uh do are you able to say what um the favored f- format would be for northland or um or is that um, oh, wait and see yeah, I'll- our feedback was that um, you know the current format suits us fine, um, but I can understand uh, it's a format that doesn't allow you to define. Uh, an interesting game would have been Tasman playing Hawks Bay. I think everyone in New Zealand rugby would have looked at those two teams and said, you know, who who would have come out on top? So Tasman rightfully uh, have the mantle of top team in New Zealand, but. I'm sure if I was Jay and his team down in Hawke's Bay, you'd be saying I'd want to have a crack at it. So the north-south split um, would appear to offer that as something over and above. But, you know, the aspirational qualities of being able to, uh, you know, be promoted from the championship into premiership is something that appeals to us. You know, we haven't been in a final for 23 years. Uh, now we've got a sniff of that. Um we're doing everything we can around building and growing on that because it won't it's not going to be 23 years before we do that there's there's too much momentum yeah and looking looking at how bay of plenty the promoted side went this year made it into the the playoffs waikato promoted the year before also made it into the playoffs of the premiership shows you that the difference between the top of the championship and the premiership is minuscule um there is and, a, and a, how a, unlucky were harbour when they went down i mean you know they had you know, I think it's uh, you know it's five wins and 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 they got relegated. So, you know, it's it's look, it's a great competition. We'll go with it either way. Um, we're committed to being in there with a fourteen team competition and uh, but performing more consistently and sustainably at the highest level. Great. Well, thank you very much for your time, Cameron. It's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting up and seeing both the the uh, Corey and uh, the Tanafar next year in the Farrah Palmer Cup and Mitre 10 Cup, which we'll be covering yeah. obviously on here. Reminder, links down below to those um, videos of those uh, post-match celebrations from, uh, from, from those games. And um, thank you very much for your time. Kia ora, Paul. Thank you very much. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.